Greetings to those who watch below. Today is day three of our Halloween special, and we will be looking at some truly creepy urban legends. Now, I did say that I wanted to do something a little bit different with this video, so here we go. Out of these five urban legends, one of them happens to be true and documented. What I want you guys to do is once you've listened to all five, write down in the comments below which you think is true. I'm not going to tell you the answer until tomorrow's video, so get those answers in quickly. That's enough of that though, let's begin. Number one. The Hand There was once a painter. He was getting on in age, and didn't have a lot of money. There was an art exhibit that was coming to town, and not only would it make him famous, but it would make him a lot of money if his piece got sold. The artist was stewing, because he had tried painting, but no matter how hard he tried, he knew his paintings weren't good enough. He began thinking how he could paint a masterpiece, when all of a sudden, a terrifying cloaked figure appeared. It was a shriveled old man, with no hands, and no eyes, just empty sockets. It began to speak. I know how desperately you want to do well at that exhibit. I can guarantee you a sale, on the condition you give me your right hand. The painter knew the presence was evil, but at this point, he was desperate and agreed. The next day, he showed up at the exhibit to see the most spectacular painting he had ever seen, and sure enough, it was signed in his name. He took home a large amount of money from the sale price. That night he awoke, to see the presence by the side of his bed, and with a swift swing of a very large knife, the artist's right hand was gone. Sometime later, the artist was enjoying his fame and fortune. He had made up several stories about his missing hand, and he had basically forgotten about the deal he'd made until one fateful night. He was sleeping when he was awakened by a loud tap, tap, tap on his window. He woke up to see his right hand. It was miming a begging motion, and it looked like it wanted to be let in. Ignoring it, the painter turned over and went back to sleep. Tap, tap, tap. Again, the hand wanted in. The artist turned over, ignored it, but was getting nervous. Tap, tap, tap. The artist screamed at the hand to leave him alone. And the rest of the night, he slept peacefully. And when he woke up, thought it had been just a dream. The next night, the artist was again in a peaceful sleep, when he heard a loud crash downstairs. He headed down the stairs to investigate. He was rushing down, and the last thing he felt was a hand gripping his ankle. 
he was found two months later. Neighbours had been complaining of a bad smell. Cause of death? A broken neck. A nasty fall down the stairs. That nobody mentioned. The severed right hand clutched onto the ankle of the body. Number two. Pennyland. Pennyland was one of Canada's most popular amusement parks. During the 25 years it was open, over 200,000 people walked through its gates to enjoy its rides and amusements. However, there was a terrible accident on the Ferris wheel, and several people were killed. Pennyland was forced to shut down, and most of the rides were dismantled. The remaining ones were abandoned, and left to fall into disrepair. Years later, the police were called when a body was found on the grounds of the old park. A vagrant had collapsed and died of a drug overdose in the toilets. Following procedure, the police made a routine search of the grounds. What they found horrified them. In the building that housed the old ferris wheel, they discovered two rotting corpses. It was the remains of two young girls. The police who came across the bodies were severely traumatised and left the force soon afterwards. One night, a teenage boy was passing by the park when he noticed that some of the lights were on. Curious, he decided to investigate. As he drew closer to one of the buildings, a girl appeared at the window. There were cuts all over her face and she was covered in blood. The teenager was about to go inside to help her when a strange man emerged from the doorway. He was carrying a knife. Frightened, the boy began backing away. The crazed man rushed towards him. Suddenly, all the lights went out and the building was plunged into darkness. Scrambling around, looking for something to use to defend himself, the boy picked up a metal pipe. Gripping it tightly, he swung around ready to fight for his life. Just then, the lights came back on, and he was shocked to discover that the man and the girl had vanished. All that was left was a bloody handprint on the window. Number 3. Soap Sally Back in the 1950s, before I was ever born, there was this ancient lady. She was a soap maker, and it was said that she walked the streets of the mill villages nearby, kidnapping children who were unattended by an adult. She then murdered them, and used the fat in their bodies to make her soap. After she died, it was said that when a small child misbehaved, Soap Sally would visit them in their dreams that night, and if they didn't wake up before she grabbed them in their dream, they would die before the morning, another victim of many. There are even reports of people having seen her many times for years, knowing full well that she was dead. Every time a child would go missing, two or three days later, Soap Sally could be seen, carrying her knapsack full of soap, scoping out the villages for another victim. Number 4. 
Can you lend me a hand? One day, during a festival, a tug-of-war contest was held. There were thousands of contestants, and the stakes were pretty high. As the day wore on, the final tug-of-war contest took place, and it included all 1,600 contestants from all participating teams, half on each side of the rope. The largest man in each group stood at the very front of each team, facing each other. The contest began, and both teams of 800 started pulling as hard as they could. Unfortunately, what those present didn't realise was that the large nylon rope was rated for less than half of the total force they were exerting on it. Suddenly, the centre of the nylon rope snapped, and the thousands of kilos of force caused the rope to rebound and tear off the left arm of both of the two men at the front of each group. The men were raced to the hospital, where their arms had to be reattached. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Number 5. The Cadaver Arm A friend of a friend knew this girl in nursing school named Sarah. Sarah was in that part of her studies where they were dissecting corpses to study anatomy. And she was kind of squeamish. No very squeamish around the dead bodies. It wasn't that no one else was nauseated by the experience. They were, but they were too cool to let on. One day, Sarah just completely lost it and threw up in front of the class. That's when some of the other students started picking on her. At some point, a group of them got together and decided to play a prank on her. One day, when the anatomy professor wasn't looking, they removed a cadaver's arm and managed to sneak it out of the classroom in a backpack. There was a party at the dormitory that night, and everyone had a little too much to drink, even Sarah, who normally didn't imbibe that much. She decided to go to bed early, so went back to her room alone, washed up, and got into bed in the dark. She froze. She felt something cold and rubbery and wet in bed with her. She flipped on the light and saw the severed, bloody cadaver arm that the other girls had placed there. She began to scream, kept on screaming, and didn't stop. When the other girls got to her room, they found Sarah, white as a ghost, and laughing maniacally while gnawing on the stump of the severed arm. She was committed and spent the rest of her life in an insane asylum. Hi guys, Brimstone here again. Hope you enjoyed these tales. Remember, if you think you know which one is actually true, let me know in the comments, and I'll let you know tomorrow. 
tomorrow's video as well is going to be very, very special. It's going to be a mega collaboration with a lot of other channels, some of whom I'm sure you will probably recognise, and maybe a couple you won't, but finding something new is always fun. So, until next time, sleep tight.